Hard decisions. How is your ability to trust your judgment to make the plunge? Hello, Kristen. How are you? I'm well, Kirsten. And you? <laughs> I'm good. Everyone, we're here with Kristen Coggan, my very, very dear friend and um, a lady I just love to have fun with and talk with. I love her brain. I love her heart. So <laughs> that's why I brought her along. And can't she can't get – she's not allowed to leave, really, are you? No. So <laughs> This is it. This is it. <laughs> this is what I do now. <laughs> <laughs> we get together and we talk shop. Yes, and we have fun. We do, we do. I really, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and we might have some wines after this. Maybe. We might. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, yes. Yes. Anyway, so everyone today, we're here on Signpost for Living by Dr. Kirsten Hunter, and we are talking about different areas in psychology that are covered in the book, Signpost for Living, and one of them is an area that, you know, it's, again, common sense, but we don't stop and think about it. And that is, how do we go with hard decisions? Very interesting. Okay, so here we are, crossroads in life. Mm -hmm. So many crossroads in life Mm -hmm. and they're inevitably difficult. Yep. Yes. So basically, there's often the case of we can continue in our comfort zone or we can step out and we can remedy a situation, expand in a certain way, um, make a big change, a big shift in our life, you know, mm-hmm, make, mm-hmm. A, make a commitment and make a big decision. So it's a time when our life is really going to change its trajectory. And to do that, that is scary. And we have to back ourselves. And so many people basically um, uh, on the outset, they're just scared, mm-hmm. fair enough, and they will just avoid the conversation. Yep. Or they will um, be paralysed in indecision mm-hmm. and they will just continue to sit in that kind of contemplating stage where they'll, pa- they'll you know, brainstorm. Um, then there's those people who want to defer to other people and let other people make those decisions, mm-hmm. you know, which is not great because it's your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are those that make the measured decision and then there's those that just have this wonderful knack of jumping and um, <laughs> launching into that. That could be me, kind of, I think. Oh, well, I have to say it's one of my strengths. <laughs> it really is. Is it? Is it a strength, is it? Well, personally it is. Well, when I was younger, no, actually, to be honest, it always has been a strength. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I've always made the right decisions. Yes. But uh, I think I'm very um, uh, intrigued and motivated by by change. Yes. And um, and I love a new project, and um, if I'm not if I'm not fairly fascinated and intrigued by life, something's very wrong. Yes. So I kind of exhaust people around me. Would yeah. be, would you say? Yeah, you can be hard work at times. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, beautiful. <laughs> but you know, I, I know that I'm I'm a bit of an outlier on that one um, mm. because I know a lot of people really struggle with with making decisions. Many people don't, of course. Mm. How about you? I th- yeah, I, I generally I can make a decision fairly quickly. I, I get a gut feeling about it and an mm. instinct. As I get older, I'll probably sit back and reflect on that a little bit more for a little bit of time. Mm. But I generally know pretty quick, I think, when something makes sense or yeah. something has to change. Yep. 
Yep. And a decision needs to be made. So what about if you do something that is completely out of out of your comfort zone, something that you've never dabbled with before, but Yeah. I will consider it mm. for some time, but um you gotta make a decision one way or another sooner or later. That's my personal yep. default. Yeah. I don't like procrastinating. I can procrastinate all day about emptying the dishwasher or you know, little things like that. But if it's a big decision, mm. I need it made so I know where I'm going or know, know where I'm heading. Yeah. You know, I um, I I used to procrastinate like most people, but then I really mastered not procrastinating when I was doing my PhD with a newborn baby. <laughs> and um, Of course you did a PhD with yeah, a newborn baby. Yes, yes. And... Um, you know, the the response I was uh, mortified was, you know, well, you're going to pull out, obviously, you're going to pull out. And I, I was just mystified as to why that would be a suggestion or a decision. Mm. That's a very strange concept to me. It was like, no, I'm just going to rush and get it done and um, got it done in record time for the university. At that time, I'm sure the record's been broken since. But, yeah, so I stopped procrastinating from that point on. I don't think I've really procrastinated much since then. Yeah, it's a bit of a good learning curve, that one. Mm. Decision. Good decision. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, can you think of a time, can you think of a time when you've had to step out of your comfort zone? Uh, yeah, possibly when I was um, thinking about when I've moved around a bit with jobs and taken on new roles that would have required moving to a new um state or town or well, that's a whatever. perfect example isn't it mm. so that's when you have to go and uproot your life mm. and you have to take on a different role and there's all these uncertainties but obviously there's a guiding reason behind yes. doing that and usually it's because i think it's going to be better for mm. myself the grass will be greener or i'm not happy where i am it has to be better or now, i get excited about change oh, okay you're one of those. so yeah change doesn't scare me like it mm. can a lot of people mm. Mm. Like for example, let's just let's brainstorm different mm. different situations where a lot of people get stuck. I know a lot of people who are contemplating having a child, conceiving, and you know it's not the perfect time. They haven't got their house paid off, or they haven't got mm. their um, you know the job at this certain place, or yes. you know um, they're just wanting to work on these issues, or you know yes. there's a family member who's got this issue going on, and they're trying to line up their ducks, and life never gets lined up, and then they try to conceive, and you know maybe they have trouble conceiving, and they realise. Actually, you can't orchestrate these things. Yes. Sometimes you've just got to bite the bullet and move forward. Mm. Yeah, um, people who are contemplating uh, getting into the into the dating world, or they've got someone who's been sitting sitting there patiently liking them, and they like them back, but they're just not stepping into that space mm-hmm. of dating. I can think of one person who's like that. Yeah, um, and also with children, you know. So I know a lot of parents who have a child who you know, is wanting to go and do something outside of the parent's comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know, so they've got a career path that they're really interested mm. in that the parents really struggle with that change. It's not even their decision, mm. but you can see them putting up barriers because mm. they don't like being out of their comfort zone. They can't control that. I was about to say three, two seconds ago that children have a tendency to teach you <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> how, um, how things can change. Absolutely. And you have to make the decision quickly to go with it. Yes. Can you think of any examples? Yeah, well, just what you said. Um, I had ideas about what my children, I think, where they should be and what they should be doing and they have totally different... They have other plans. Plans. And Absolutely. it did take me a little while to get my head around that. 
But yeah, it's like yeah, it, get on board, hey? yeah, get on celebrate board, celebrate what they're mm. doing, yeah, absolutely, and change what I had planned. And and the other area, of course, with um, hard decisions is it's a fear of failure, isn't it? Yes, you know, so you're in your comfort zone, and then you're stepping into something new, and you've got to say, hang on. I, I don't know for sure. I don't have a guarantee it will be a success. Well, see, I say to myself, what's the worst that can happen? I like this. <laughs> and if the worst happens, what do I do? And if I can answer those questions. Right. Contingency plan. It's probably the worth the, the risk. Yep. Hmm. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Is Randall the same with his decisions? No, he needs me. This is Christian's <laughs> husband. Yeah, really? <laughs> He needs me to help him with that stuff. I, he'd probably tell you he's fine with those decisions. Nudge, nudge. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it depends what the situation is. If it's So I guess we take our turns as to what decisions are better made by him or I, mm. perhaps at times. Mm. Um, have, yeah. you, have you ever noticed that when you have a holiday mm-hmm. that you come back and you have a fresh head? And yes. you, you look at where you're at in life and what you're doing and you can kind of think, okay, I can tweak this or this mm. is really important. We really need to in, in, improve this kind of area mm. of our life or, you know, we're not having enough family time or we need to kind of get in and sort that through. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So I think it's a really good as well to try to get a bit of distance to kind of have perspective. perspective. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really about getting out of our little kind of comfort zone, isn't it? Mm. And going round and round in circles, mm. but predictable circles and it's safe. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, of course, I th- I've, I've seen this well and truly that parents can really be <laughs> either you might have parents that are very kind of conservative and they, they are kind of, let's just say they're quite gentle mm-hmm. with their approach in life and sometimes the kids can replicate that when they come through or they can go the other way, of course. Mm. So that's really, really interesting. You know, mm. are you expanding the world that you come from or are you replicating it? Mm. Yeah. That's a very interesting one. Food for thought. It is. <laughs> I'd like to think I'm expanding. I think you are, darling. I don't <laughs> think there's much concern there. <laughs> I mean, you're a Brisbane girl who's gone out out and just living, you know. Yes. Well, I do like to um, have a crack at different things, see. So that's why I'm saying like, I can make a decision because... But you live you live in the world of, what do you call it, living on a property? Yes. yes? Yeah. And you're from Brisbane. From Toowoomba. From Toowoomba? Yes. I did, did live in Brisbane for a little ah, while, yes. did you? So then you've gone out and you've learnt how that whole lifestyle works. Mm-hmm. There's an example. There you go. There's a change. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And actually that wasn't a big decision to make at the time. That was very easy. Really? Yeah. Maybe I had my rose-coloured glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked out. It did. It did. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, another really interesting area is um, when we're making change mm-hmm. is we need to be patient with that change to come into mm. action. And, you know, a lot of us really are used to kind of we're anxious so we want a lot of reassurance quickly or we want immediate gratification, we want the rewards pretty quick. Mm. But often change is a slow burn. Yes. you know, And it's the hard work, it's the grind, it's the grit that really gets us to that new place. Mm. So, you know, when you start a new job, it's not usually easy. You have to find your way. Mm-hmm. Um, if you move location, you've got to find your way to get used to that. Mm. Um, a change a – ch- <laughs> here we go. Here's an example. A change in our world was, you know, three years ago, I decided to write zone posts for living. Mm-hmm. It took three years to write. And then I discovered that you actually need to get the book out in the world. Mm. <laughs> then I discovered you need to know about social media. 
So then it was the learning curve of, okay, what does that mean? Learning all about that. And then someone said, hey, you should do podcasts. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. And here we are. So everything's new, but you know. And today you learned that podcasts drop. I've, yes, yes. <laughs> you don't post them, they drop. No, they drop. Where do they drop from? Oh, from the cloud, I think. From the cloud. They drop from the cloud. So, yeah, and, and but basically all of those things, you know, you start off having really no clue and mm. you just build up and you build up and you build up. So it really is about backing yourself and being gentle with that hard decision and waiting for it to kind of, you know, get a bit of grip. Yep. And then you get to reap the rewards. So a lot of people uh, I've found as well, they're just not too patient. Yep. Yeah. Actually, that's probably a lesson I've had to learn. Yeah, you're wanting to jump in and mm. have the glory straight away? No? Yeah, not not the glory. I just want it to, f- to – yeah, I just want it to work straight away. And I guess when I was younger and it was just me I was making decisions about, I could do that. Mm. Yep. But now that I'm older and there's a lot of other people involved in those sorts of big decisions, mm. I've learnt that you have to have patience and it doesn't happen overnight. Absolutely. Mm. I think there's two other really interesting areas with this hard decisions area is of the, here we go. First of all is uh, the process of working out the pros and cons Mm. and a lot of people remain in a decision because they're waiting until they're all pros and there's no cons. Ah, right, yep. Happens all the time. And so, you know, I don't know about you, but it's pretty common that you've got a 60-40 breakdown. Yep. And um, so you've got to say, okay, the pros do outweigh the cons and you've really done a good old, you know, write the list if mm. you want, um, but you have to then sacrifice the cons. Mm-hmm. You have to say, okay, so if I'm wanting to expand, let's just say uh, I'm building a house mm-hmm. and I'm deciding I want to design the house instead of just buying one that's pre-built, then the cons are you have to go through the decision-making process mm. and the process of stress and, um, you know, all of that sort of networking. Pro- project management and all that exactly. sort of stuff. Exactly, yeah. and they're the cons. And you say, okay, I can, I'm going to mm-hmm. take that on board. Um you know, you might decide that the you want to have a new career path and there's something that's really important you want to work towards it. Well, the cons are that you're going to have to take a bit of a financial hit to that mm-hmm. while you're studying and you've got to put in the work. So, you know, it really is about being quite measured with all of that and it's it's just such incredible common sense but a lot mm. of people uh, are put off by the cons rather than just saying, okay, I'm going to just swallow that. I'm going, mm. to, I'm going to take that as a bit of a sacrifice because the, con, the, the pros are, are well and truly important. Mm, and outweigh. Yeah, and not to wait for not to wait for it to be a, a one-sided decision. Mm. And do you think that the risk, people have trouble calculating the risk and accepting risks? Yeah, it's an interesting question, isn't it? Because um, some people are too risk-hardy, like they'll jump in and they'll, mm. they'll not be cautious enough and other people are so risk-aversive, like they're very anxious and so they can avoid uh, manageable mm. risk. Mm. Um, so that's a really good conversation as well. And I think a lot of that is looking at your personality. Yep. Yeah, and trying to factor that in. And also look at your pattern. Have you previously mm. made um, impulsive decisions that haven't worked out well? Well, how about we learn about ourselves? How about we reflect on where we should have done the research or were we too emotionally driven as opposed to with our head? Yep. Or if we've missed fantastic opportunities, you know, are you sitting on your hands because you're just waiting for all the stars to align and that's not going to happen? Yeah. So really knowing what your factor is, which brings us to the next point. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Now this is, a, I love this one, obviously, and that is really a learning about yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because ultimately decisions are a reflection of you, so you have to work out what 
your priorities are, what your um, your value system is, and the kind of life that you want to live. So it's really about having your voice, mm. and um, that's an enormous conversation. It's all that uh, authentic area, and so many people, of course, are working towards trying to work out what really resonates, what's really really important to mm. them, and. Um, so to make really good decisions and hard decisions, you've got to connect with yourself first. And that's really interesting, particularly when you might have really strong family cultures that are kind of kicking in and telling you what you should be doing mm-hmm. as opposed to what you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. That's a bit hard when you then look to the family for support. Yes. <laughs> Can you relate? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tentatively, not hugely on that one because I've always been pretty independent. Yeah. Which is wonderful, mm. yeah, definitely. I've I've um, seen family members where they, you know, they they just go against the tide in the family, mm. and so then they're not actually supported in their decisions, mm. even though the decisions have got you know mm. good credibility behind them, and they have to go it alone. It's really tough, mm. but you know, usually it comes good, and mm. the family starts to learn how to fit them into the mold. Mm. You know, they change the mold, so. Yeah, so basically really connecting with yourself. Yep. Yeah. And being authentic to yourself. That's right. Mm. Yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's a really good conversation to say how how good are you at making hard decisions? Mm. When you stop and look at your life, how to what degree are you sitting where you want to be? Are there areas where you want to – are there passions you want to launch into? Are there areas where you want to grow and extend? Mm. Um if you look look down the future of your life, is this kind of the pathway or is this somewhere you really need to move and shift? If so, what's holding you back? And um, we can't achieve everything, you know. Mm. There are some areas that we do have limitations, but um, at least making that clear decision so that then we're, we're pretty happy with that outcome. So yep. it's about being really, really dynamic, which is kind of cool, and trying to be not too fearful in our choices. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's easy to get scared about the unknown. It is. It's easy to get quite terrified, actually. Mm. Yeah, but as long as we look at it and know what we're doing. Yes. There you go. There you go. There you go. So you're going to do the wrap-up? All righty then. Thank you, darling. Thank you, Kirsten. And if you want to find Kirsten, her webpage is kirstenhunterauthor.com. You can find her on Facebook, Kirsten Hunter Author. Instagram, Kirsten Hunter Author. Twitter, Kirsten Hunter AU. Her YouTube channel is Psych in Your Car and this podcast is Signposts for Living with Dr. Kirsten Hunter. Thanks, darling. You take care, hey? See you soon. Bye. Bye.